The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. And we're so happy to be back, everybody. Hello, hello. Before I get started, let me introduce the man of the hour, our outrageous, cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, everybody. It's so nice to be back. I've missed all of you. Uh, last week, we had to do a rerun because, unfortunately, I could not make the show. And our guest, Jesse, who's a dear friend of mine, wanted to do And Jesse Camp is on this today. Um, I have to clear up a lot of stuff. Hang on. Before you clear up a lot of stuff, you, you have to do that after we introduce everybody. So let's, let's oh, okay, say, let's what's up, Chad? How you doing, Chad? What's going on, fellas? Ronnie boy, welcome back. Looking Thank good. It's good to be back. I missed it. And we want to tell everybody in the chat room, if you hit your ITV button, you can see us at the top of your screen. You can see Ron and I in the studio, and we want to give a shout-out to everybody in the chat room. What's up? Chat room, we've got Chase, Christy, Daddy Muir, Iris Ginger, Jimmy, Jimmy McCrary, Lady Lake Jen, Lady Lake Goddess. Goddess. Uh, Irish Ginger, everybody. Uh, Ron B., Ron Boudreau, everybody. So thanks oh, so much, Ron, everybody. I love Ron Boudreau. Thanks so much for tuning in, everybody. We're sorry we missed last week. And now Ron's going to go into his little monologue. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. I can clear the room. You can all go pee or go make a popcorn or something while I talk about this if you're really not interested. But when a man turns 50, he suddenly has trouble urinating because his prostate gland gets large and it presses against the urethra, which causes uncomfort. You get up about 50 times a night to pee and I just couldn't deal with it anymore because I couldn't sleep. So I went to the hospital, Doylestown Hospital, right where we live, got a wonderful doctor and had a minor surgery. Here's what they do. They go in through the pee hole of the penis and then they go up to the, to the prostate and they carve it. And then, you know, it's small, and then everything is fine. Well, my surgery was fine for a couple of days, but my doctor failed to give me antibiotics. When I asked him why he didn't, he said, the hospital doesn't like giving them out. I caught an infection from the hospital that brought me to the hospital to be in there for days. They didn't know what they were going to do with me. I had six different processes and three surgeries, okay? to clear up the uh, blood that was stuck in my bladder that blocked the urination due to the operations. It was a mistake. It was horrible. It's still continuing a couple of weeks more of things to be normal. But it did set me back because I'm not they one. They say you look great, though. 
Thank you. I'm not one for pain. So I was throwing, you know, <laughs> Vicodin in my face and Oxy like there's no tomorrow. I kept telling Jimmy every 10 minutes, I need another pill. So I was really stoned for like two weeks out of my mind, delirious. But I had to be because it was painful. It's still painful. Um, I won't be going now because it's kind of gross. But anyway, that's what it was. So folks out there on Facebook and stuff, I do not have AIDS. I am not dying from any diseases. I am perfectly okay. It was infections. Now, how many of you out there know people who have gone to the hospital for a simple surgery and got an infection? Since this has happened to me, I have 20, 30, 40, 50 people telling me it happened to them or to relatives of theirs to go into a hospital healthy and come out sick. I not only caught an infection in my bladder, but I caught one in my urethra and I caught one which causes intense diarrhea. Uh, C, C, C dip or something. C shit. I don't know what it's called. Anyway, who cares? <laughs> who cares? My, what I could do about this. The hospitals are filled with new germs, new viruses that have come from other countries, I believe. And our stuff doesn't know how to kill it. So if you in the chat room know of anybody that's had an infection from a simple surgery, please let me know now. Uh, my friend Teresa, who lives in the 55 and over gated community, has told all of her friends about it. And they all said that they've had hip surgery, infection, knee surgery, infection. So I don't know what we're going to do about it. Between ISIS killing us and infection, we need Superman for a president. There you go. I don't want to bring up president stuff no i'm not either i'm not saying i'm not saying i'm pro you know who what i'm saying is we need a superman we really need somebody that's going to clean up this goddamn country and get it back on 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 you know on its feet actually they say we both look great in the chat room daddy muir says his wife had a problem in the in the hospital she had an infection and uh anyway you guys ron's on his way he's getting better all the time. Look how gorgeous he no, is. No, but I just wanted to clear up that I am not cancerous. I'm not dying. I don't have a all that bullshit rumors that went around. You know, my business. Listen, Jimmy Star Show is on twelve months a year. You know, every Wednesday we don't get weeks off. Most people, when it's weeks off, they go to do their facelifts, their diet, doctor shit, because they're off. They're on uh, hiatus. But we're never off. But we're never off. So I have to do my stuff between shows. Like next week, I'm going to be talking like Donald Duck. I'm having four teeth screwed into my gums in the front. We're doing implants. On Tuesday. He's having that done Tuesday. And I can't Wednesday's wait to see how he show. talks on Wednesday. So I'm going to be talking like this. Because I'm going to have all these weird gums. Don't ask what that costs. I could have bought three houses in Las Vegas and Palm Springs in L.A. That's all right. Anyway. Anyway, let's I'm move on. Wait, I'm here. I'm delighted to be. Thank you for listening to my sad song. Um, we're going to have fun today because Jesse Camp is demented. They should really institutionalize him. He's totally the most way out, lovable, crazy, unbelievably human. He's, a, he's the best. I love Jesse Camp so much. We both do. Jimmy and I both do. And he's fun. So you're going to, we're going to, when Jimmy and I hit, believe me, we're going to throw us off the air. They're going to cut us off today. I, I got news for you. Seriously, Jimmy, I'm worried because he winds me up. He instigates me. I instigate him. And the two of us become demented in s s people. 
That's funny. Either way, it's going to be a great show, you guys. It's First gonna, off, it's really going to be. We a have good Chantel show. Riley coming on, you guys. She plays Nala, which is the main uh, one, the second main person in The Lion King on Broadway. And she's also got a new movie coming out called Race. It's the biography of Jesse Owens. The movie stars Jason Sudeikis, Carice Van Houten, Jeremy Irons, William Hurt, a lot of big, big names. And uh, so we're going to have a lot of fun with her. And then we have former MTV VJ Jesse Camp coming on. Throughout the show, we're going to play some of his music uh, just because I think it's a lot of fun. And it's something different that we don't normally do. So and, it will be and, a lot of fun. And for Chantel, please click on your ITV button because she's certainly worth looking at. This is a gorgeous girl. She's beautiful i mean stunningly beautiful i also want to say and i want to apologize to uh to goddess goddess has been on twitter for a couple of weeks i don't even know how long you guys but i didn't even realize it until today and i looked to see who she's following and everybody she's following practically is like a chat room people and people who support the show but i just missed it and so i want to apologize number one and number two tell everybody to follow at underscore goddess g-o-d-d-e-s-s one 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 and let's everybody follow her on twitter because we were telling her she needs to get on twitter i'm so happy she's on twitter she's gorgeous she's fabulous we love her and, and we so love her and goddess thank you sweetheart for all the wonderful things you've written on facebook about my getting well in a way it was nice in a way it wasn't because i did never told anybody i wasn't well so when you said get well quick i had millions of messages phone calls What's wrong, Ron? What's wrong? What's wrong? I said, what are you talking about? They said, somebody on your Facebook wrote, you're not, we wish you to get well soon. Anyway, honey. She says she did it for us, though, and she loves us. So that's I know, but, but the freaking world found out, and they were busting my balls. So, you know, <laughs> thanks a lot, she Goddess. She says sorry. <laughs> thanks a lot. You know, you can't keep anything secret in this town. But no, Goddess, thank you, darling. You're a sweetie. Here's a kiss for you. Mm. Also, you guys, check out overthemoonnews.blogspot.com if you want to know what's going on in the indie world of music and film, specifically, especially music. Uh, that's Jimmy McCrary's blog. It's fabulous. And you want to follow at, at Jimmy underscore McCrary on, uh, on Twitter. And then um, let's do a quick thing to you guys. One Magical Weekend is coming up June 3rd through 5th, 2016. Uh, right now, if you go to OneMagicalWeekend.com, you can register for a, uh, a One Magical Weekend party for two. For oh, but two Jimmy, ago. now because of the incision they made in my belly, I won't be able to wear my cock sock bathing suit. You'll see the scar. That's okay. Oh, my God. What am Some I going to do? Some people like that. No, because <laughs> the, the cock sock bathing suit goes down below your pubic area, and the scar they cut, they cut about three inches right above my... That's okay. You don't have to tell everybody all that. <laughs> no, but I want to wear my cock sock bathing I suit, so I look well, like all the... They're not sponsoring us this year, so we don't know. So I don't care, but I want to I look like all the gorgeous guys that are down there wearing those little slingshot there jobs. There you go. But One Magical Weekend, you guys, if you go to OneMagicalWeekend.com, you can register for a One Magical Weekend for two. Um, uh, hotel rooms are going fast. You might want to make your party reservations. It's three days of... Parties. There's a uh, six thousand gorgeous gay men. Will well, be not there. all It'll are gorgeous. There's about three thousand, and there's a lot of old bags too, like me. You know, hiding in jocks. You're gorgeous. But listen, everybody, it's not just about dancing. We keep pushing the fifty-hour dancing. You know, boom, 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 boom. We are in Disneyland World, which is it? World of Land. Disney World. World. And the water ride, we were peeing on, not really, but we were hysterical on the water ride, sliding down a bunch of queens. Oh, they were screaming as they were going down. We were crying. So much fun. I loved it. I, I, I can't wait to go. When is it? 
June 3rd through 5th, 2016. Go and to onemagicalweekend.com and get your, make your reservations. It's going to be a lot of fun. And we made a lot of friends. I made so many friends with so many guys. Uh, my, my friend, the dentist from New Jersey, he should be doing my teeth. Uh, what's his name? Whatever his name. Ron. His name is Ron, like me. And a lot of other people that we became good friends with that we're still friends with that we met. So if you're lonely looking for friends or looking for a lover, hey, go. We're just Trust looking for Ron. a trick. No, no, no trick. We don't do that. I don't hate that. Why do you always have to demean gay people? No, Make wow. gay people out to be like hungry savages. Like all we do is look, we'll run around looking to blow everybody. I mean, that's nonsense. But not everybody Was I like that? You might have been that way. But, that. Well, I, I, I was never that way. I was always the marrying kind. Either I mean, way. All right, everybody. It's going to be fun. Don't worry about it. A trick. It. I mean, right away. The I know. Trick. You told me uh, right when I met you, I'm not going to be your backyard trick. That's right. And I was going out with you a long time before we fooled around. I said, I'm nobody's backstreet trick. <laughs> That's what I ain't, baby. I ain't. Listen, I had the goods. I was going to sell it. You think I'm stupid? You give it away. They take a powder. You let them hang in there and want and want and want. You give them a little here. You give them a little there. You kiss. You squeeze. You do. Next thing you know. Wedding ring. <laughs> anyway, you guys, too, the Jimmy Star Show has a big ups. We want to, like, give ourselves a congratulations. You guys, our Roku channel is now live. The Jimmy Star Show, is now, show with Ron Russell is now on Roku. We are in U the U.S., U.K., France, Ireland, Mexico, and Canada. Okay, I went into the Roku show, and I had a nervous breakdown. It really looks like shit. We've got to educate it and make it better because we just – Threw it up. I mean, we didn't know it was going to happen so fast. So if you do go in, forgive us. It's, it it's like going. It does so. It's going to look. Gr I'm talking about the entry, the way we enter the guests. It jumps in. It doesn't do any. I know, but this, the channel doesn't look bad. You no, the like channel the, look, of the, the channel looks gorgeous, but the shows that are up there are not done perfect yet. We're they will be. It. They will be. Where you'll see when you go into Roku, you'll see Jimmy and I welcoming you and telling you exactly what to do, and then. It goes to the show and it goes to the Jimmy Star thing. All the stars are flying. And then it goes into the guest. It's coming. But in a manner, yeah. the show is awesome. We also well, got just, just let me say one thing. You know, we were radio. Then we went from radio to radio Skype TV. Now we're friggin' TV. And we best do good. Otherwise, you know, you can't be on television and be half-assed. We also have to give a big shout-out and a thanks to Stefan Bell, who's the creator yes. of Jimmy Star's World. So check out JimmyStarsWorld.com. Yes. And his he, lovely wife, who's behind... No, his wife. I want to. You know, I'm optimistic. I know, but you can't say that because call, they're both in the chat room, probably. I know, but I want them to be married so bad that I somebody wish somebody in the chat room says the videos are awesome. They've already been there. No, honey, they got to open up better. You, 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 listen, I was on television for a hundred years. I know shit from Shinola and that shit. But anyway, either way, Tina, Tina, my little sweet Tina Davidson. Anything with a ring? Anything? I mean, is he saying anything to you? Like, I want to marry Hang you? Hang on. You're, 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 like, interrupting because I'm trying to, no, like... I'm talking I know, to Tina. Have, I know, but I don't know if she's in there or not. Uh, I'm you just said saying, she was, you lying fuck. I don't fuck. know if she is. She's, she, she comes in all the time. When we want to make a, a special thank you to Stefan Bell because we wouldn't be on Roku if it wasn't for Stefan Daniel Bell. And check out Jimmy Star's World. He's working his ass off on it. It looks terrific. No, we wouldn't be on Roku if we didn't have a show that Stefan could put on. 
That's true, but still. So we're we're a team. The, hey, we're we're a, team. a team. We're a team. Absolutely, we're a team. It's Jimmy, me, and Stefan. There you go, and Tina. <laughs> And Tina, who I love. <laughs> so props, props, Stefan. Great job. So happy you uh, got it all going up there, and it's terrific. And so happy that Ron and I have a show everybody likes because we got 14.4 million plays on SoundCloud. Well, you know what's good about our show is it's no bullshit. We don't do like, excuse me, it's not politically correct. Fuck politically correct. I give a shit about that. I say what I want. I'm allowed to curse now, so I curse. You don't like it? Turn it off. And don't tell me that you don't curse. Please. I walk in Manhattan. I see girls 13, 14 years old. The language on them, I don't even use. And I use every filthy word in the book. Hey, Chad. Hi, Captain. What, what happened to the person that tried to call in just now? We got him. Oh, I don't see anything. Where's that gorgeous girl? Tell her to put her face up here. I want to look at her. Chad, She's I don't so see anything at all. Ch Chantel, are you there? Here. Uh, hit the video. Uh, for uh, some reason, the video's not working. Are you calling on an iPhone or iPad or anything? No, I'm using my yeah, I'm using my iPad. I don't think uh, video works. Do you works have a desktop or a laptop that you can do it on? Oof, no, not here. Okay, oh, so that, that means everybody doesn't get to see you; they only get to You're hear you. You're so beautiful. I was carrying on how beautiful you are. You're a gorgeous girl, All a right, really well, beautiful girl. Can't harp on it. Unfortunately, your oh. your interview won't be able to go on the television network because it has to have video. So you're only going to be on radio. But in the meantime, maybe we can bring you back a, another time and we can get you video because we we circulated your pictures out there of how gorgeous you are and everybody's like drooling. If you like, I could try to call you through my phone. It won't work. No, you group need Skype you need doesn't work on a phone or a tablet. Right. It has to be on a, a computer or a laptop. And right. I'm going to scold your I'm going to scold your publicist because I, I I absolutely like it, put all that in the email, making sure that you could do that. So I'm going to scold him. Even but though you I know love what? Him. We'll do it again when she oh, when she gets the I when you get the when you get your Tony Award, <laughs> then we will. Uh, <laughs> We'll, we'll interview you with your Tony. How's that? We'll come into the station. Perfect. We'll drive right into New York and we'll interview you live backstage of the Lion King when you walk away <laughs> with Tony. How's there that? There you go. Good deal? I like that. All okay. right, so hold on. We're going to start this whole thing all over then. So we're going to pretend like you just called in and I can see you and I'm going to say hello and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Shant is it Chantal? Is that how we pronounce it? Yeah, that's cool. Is that correct though or you can correct me? Chantel. Chantel. Okay, Chantel. so okay, we're gonna start. It's French, so, Jim. Hello French. and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, Chantel Riley. Welcome, yay! <laughs> <laughs> Before we get started, let me introduce you to everybody. Starting off with our outrageous, cool man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, baby, I hear you're spectacular in The Lion King. And if I really had like a minute and a half of time, I would love to come and see it. I've never seen it. And my daughters have seen it two and three times with all different casts. And I would love to see it. Uh, I, I understand that the actors become animals and, they, and it's supposed to be visually beautiful and the music is beautiful. And I hear that you are absolutely fabulous and that you have a voice that doesn't quit. So am I, no, am I hearing bullshit or is it true? I mean, I guess it's true. I'm not going to say it's not. That, <laughs> oh, no, well, you're going to blow your own horn, baby. No, that, <laughs> listen, I, I read up on you all over the place, and that's what the oh, critics that's say. The critics oh, love a, you. Thank they you. So everybody out there, if, you, if you're in the New York vicinity, uh, take your children to see Lion King. It's supposed to be fabulous. The children Hang on a second, though. Let's ask, because are you still in the Lion King right now? Um, I actually have a show tonight. 
Oh, good. Okay. Okay. Cool. So hold on. We also got to introduce you to the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Hello. Welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Akuna Matata. And we have a chat room. Oh, Hakuna Matata. That was cute. We have a. Uh, hang on. Wait, wait. We have a chat room full of people. Say hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, beautiful people. Thank you for tuning in. Love there you. you. Go. Now, Sh Chantel, I'm going to ask you a question I despise and detest asking my celebrities. But yes. in your case, I'm interested. How did you land Lion King? I mean, you're on Broadway, honey. You're not off Broadway. You're no. on Broadway. It's still. How did you land it? Well, um, the good thing about Disney theatrical is that, especially for the show, they go all over the world auditioning for certain roles in the show. So we have about 10 companies that are running right now. We have on Broadway, we have our touring company in the States. We have one in Spain, New Mexico, you know, they're all over the world. And so they happened to come to my hometown, which is Toronto and do the audition there. And by that time I was working like a nine to five in an insurance job. You yuck. Know. You're kidding me. Yuck, yuck, yuck. Oh, how <laughs> disgusting is that? Because <laughs> it's not for me. But me either. I would look, look, living in Toronto in the winter and that job, I had to shop myself. <laughs> <laughs> so they had an open casting call that a friend of mine had uh, told me about. And I hadn't done any acting or anything like that, except for like my church plays and singing You're in church. You're kidding me. And whatnot. Yeah. So I took the chance. I went out there, stood in line like everybody else and uh, did my first audition. What song did you back. to audition with? What song was it? Um, I sang a one of our church med medleys. Okay. Um, it's a Christian song. And I was like, well, let's see, God. Let's see if this works. So it well, did. <laughs> well, the Lord and, was listening uh, to all your music. He wasn't going to not get you the part. <laughs> the Lord did that one. He slipped something in the brain of the guy that was auditioning saying pick, yeah. this, pick this one she's singing so about actually me. though when you got picked because well, i told ron you were from germany and i had read it wrong you actually um when you got when you got that then you got to be nala and the lion king in germany yes so like my first big gig was doing the show over there as a principal so as the lead uh, i wasn't like an understudy well, you're the lead now like aren't you still i am now yeah but it's sure kind are. of kind of unusual for someone to just get handpicked and be without any experience I think you're playing some of your music because I've never heard your voice. I am. I am. Oh. I actually so doesn't know I'm it. I'm anxious to hear you because, you know, I have... Right now, <laughs> have you ever heard of Wendy Moten? No, I haven't. Wendy She's Moten... too young probably to know Wendy, Wendy Moten. Wendy Moten is like the greatest singer in the world. And oh, uh, I always like say if people make it to where Wendy Moten is. You have to look Wendy Moten yeah, up. Yeah, look She's, Wendy Moten up. She's, She's an fabulous. incredible singer. Just incredible. She's had, she had a couple hits in the 90s, like yeah. big hits in the 90s, and, and she was supposed to be like the next Whitney Houston, which she's got a voice easily oh, as good what as a Whitney voice. Houston. I mean, she never got voice. that big, but she's just a phenomenal singer, and we love her at the Jimmy Starr Show. She's she, fabulous. She sings love her. ballads. She sings rock. She sings spiritual. She sings everything. Yes. And That's her my voice, her voice I just Wikipedia'd her. Or oh, November Wikipedia'd okay. while you doing it. Yes. Did you see who she is? Yes. She's, she's she the one. One of the loves of my life. We're good friends. I adore her. Oh, she's beautiful. Oh, you got to hear her voice. You I know, wish wait, so. Wait, 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 oh, wait, wait. Now we have a picture of you up on the wait, line. So you that's know good. what song I want you to play of Wendy's? What What's that? Oh, my God. I thought the title went out of my mind. <gasps> You're too wonderful. You're too wonderful, too wonderful. She sings jazz from the 20s. Just an album. 
Oh, you got to hear her sing that. Yes. That's, that's good. Okay, nice. so hold on. Let's go back. Okay, so so you went to Look Germany. At this beauty. You went to Germany. You're gorgeous, by the way. I do have to say, I, I'm so disappointed that we can't see you. Great because, bones. Because you, you are so bones. beautiful. Like, I was showing Ron pictures off your IMDb. Mm -hmm. When I hit your IMDb profile, all these pictures came up of you. Um, She's and, got and cheekbones. And you were so beautiful. See? I was like, oh, my God. So, ah. you're gonna, so is the goal to be a famous Broadway star and a famous, like, movie star? Or have you always wanted to act? Or you just, like, kind of, like, got in it and you're good at it and now you're, like, starting to take off? Um, it definitely wasn't something I've always wanted to do. It was something that kind of uh, just came up in my life. And I said, oh, I guess I should give this a shot. And turns out um, I've been doing pretty well at it. So. There you go. So many, so many legends of Hollywood. Now, these are actresses you probably will never heard. Have you ever heard of Jane Russell, the famous lady yeah. for Brazil, for Howard Hughes' film? Jane Russell, who was in no. the yeah, she's a very dear friend of mine. And I said, Jane, how did you get started? She said, I never did. I said, what do you mean you never got <laughs> You're a superstar. Nobody's ever been photographed in the world like you. You're the most famous thing in the world. This is in the 1940s. And she said, Ron, I never did a thing. I just was there, and they grabbed me, and they threw me in a movie. And there you go. But, I know so many yeah. actresses that audition and study and work and slave and go. Nothing. Which are all very important things to do, because that's what I I'm know. doing some right people, now. Some people are just really talented like you are, though, and it just clicked right off the bat. It's t no, it's not only time. It's timing. Right place, right thing, right girl. So let's talk a little bit. Well, we're going to talk about the movie that you're into. First of all, tell everybody, so where is where is The Lion King playing, in case anybody wants to like try to get tickets, if they can still get them? And, uh, uh, what theater are you in? How many times a week do you perform? And stuff like that, so she's everybody the, knows where to go. She's in, the, I think, the Winter Garden. So we are at the Minskoff Theater okay. in uh, Times Square. That, um, right. We play eight times a week. Oh my you can gosh, get your tickets on LionKing.com or Ticketmaster. She gets... Wait, because uh, you, you're talking and I can't hear what oh, she's sorry. saying. Eight times a week and what? You can get your tickets online at LionKing.com or Ticketmaster. There you go. How much okay. are the tickets for people out there to know? Um, it ranges anywhere between 99 to about 250 Oh my god, on the day. What does that 250 put you in your lap? <laughs> <laughs> you're going to have a walk on with me on stage. And you got, if you have three kids, that's 700. Whatever. I can't even add. I'm so upset about it. That's 1,000 if you have three kids in yourself. Oh, my God. Yeah, well, think about it. People were paying like $800 a ticket for Spider-Man and stuff. So. And I turned Broadway down years ago. I thought it paid nothing. <laughs> but <laughs> it doesn't pay that much. It just charges. That's it. <laughs> I could have been, been in high spirits with Hermione Gingo back in 1963. And I thought, what, they're paying like $20 a week or something stupid. Everybody's got to go see The Lion King. First of all, it's my favorite Disney cartoon is The Lion King. I used to collect everything from it. Oh, my God. I freaking like love The Lion King. You play Nala, which is like Simba's like girlfriend or friend friend. I don't know if he's girlfriend. I, I always think of her, you as a girlfriend. You look gorgeous. They have pictures of you on the screen so people can see what you look like in you The could Lion play, King. You could play Cleopatra. Yeah, you could play Cleopatra. In a second. <laughs> Stop. So then you're a singer, and I, I couldn't find like a whole lot of different songs from you, so I picked out All My Love. Um, I hope oh, you yeah. like that song, because if you don't like it, I'm going to play it anyway. <laughs> I, do. I do like that one, actually. Because <laughs> uh, I didn't want to play anything from The Lion King, and I didn't want to play a live performance, because then you, like, you hear people and stuff in the background. Um, so so right. tell us a little bit about this song, and then we're going to play it for everybody. So All My Love was actually written and produced by a friend. 
friend of mine who's also in The Lion King, his name is James Brown Orleans. And we do a lot of uh, combination, a lot of combo stuff together. And I love working with him. So it's just pretty much a song just talking about all the love that she has to give to this person and just doing everything that she can to be with that person. So it's a beautiful little song. Okay, so Chad. Well, a beautiful song from a beautiful girl, that's for sure. We're looking at pictures of you right now on our prompter. And there's one of Uh you with any makeup and your hair is down and you look 16 and adorable. You look like a little girl. Everybody in the chat room thinks you look gorgeous too. Yeah. So here's what we're going to do. Chad. Hi, Captain. Um, so I'm going to let her introduce the song and then you play it. Chantel, you you stay on the line because we're going to play it. And after we play it, we're going to talk a little bit more and talk about your new film that's coming out, Race. No problem. All righty. All right. So you introduce the song for us and Chad's going to play it. Hey, everybody, this is Chantel, and please enjoy my song called All My Love. Take it away, Chad. Woo! She's really a sweet. Trembles 
So give me your hand and we'll take it to the skies. Give me your hand and we'll take it to the skies. Give me your hand and we'll take it to the skies. Give me your hand and we'll take it to the skies. Give me your, give me your hand, baby. Give me your hand, baby. We'll take it, we'll take it, we'll take it to the skies, yeah. So give me your hand, baby. Give me your hand, baby. I know you see it as each day unfolds. I'm gonna make you feel it as we go together on my soul. All my love, I lay it down before you. Hey, everybody, that's All My Love by Chantel Riley, which, by the way, the song is available on iTunes. Everybody in the chat room liked it, loved it. Chantel, it was beautiful. Oh, thank Chantel. you so much. Chantel. I'm playing that. Chantel, I speak French. Parlez-vous français, Chantel. Chantel, um, I, I have to say something. Yes. The Lord blessed you with the most angelic voice. You're oh. smooth. You hold notes. I can't stand yodelers when they <laughs> I could vomit from that. I can't even do that. So. You, know, you know how to sing, my dear, and you know how to use the you know how to use the instrument. That's God given. So it's, it's totally God given. And now I know why you walked onto the stage of Lion King and they snapped you up. I, uh, I did. I should have listened to your music you. before I asked you how you got there. <laughs> Wonderful. I love this song too. It's a sweet song. It's not stupid. Doesn't hurt my ears. I'm old. <laughs> Well, I'm old. Shoot. I like soft stuff. And the words are beautiful. They're tender. They're loving. They're giving. He, the, Ron and I disagree. Uh, first of all, we both think you have a beautiful voice. I beautiful, like it. Beautiful. I like it. I like it when the people can do, uh, like when people do like all the runs and everything. But I was so happy that you didn't at the end make it go, uh, make it go like runs crazy, like over the top. <laughs> it, kept, it kept it all together. I, a lot of times I like that. I'm a big, like, no, she I'm, a, I'm she a big Christina Aguilera, beautiful. Mariah Carey type fan or whatever, but I love the way that you did it. It was very, like, classic, uh, and, and it showed what a great voice you have without having to, like, overdo it and telling everybody, see, I can sing, I can sing. So it was really, really no. beautiful. Thank you, She's so smooth. <laughs> as you know, we have in our uh, chat room a very famous singer who also is phenomenal, Ron Bougereau. And he sings like Johnny Mantis. I mean, he's got a voice that doesn't quit. And Ron Ooh. wrote, I'm reading it, what Ron wrote, he said, she is smooth, she can sing. And <gasps> it's from another singer. And Ron is pretty famous, you know, and he's, he's a great oh, singer. Thank you, Ron. Do you, know, do you know who he is? You have to yes. look him up too. He's a, you have to he's look a, him he's up. He's a really well-known crooner. He's really, crooner. really cool. He does all the beautiful songs, all the ballads. He's wonderful. Oh, I'm so honored. Thank you so much. So yep. you guys, it's Chantel, uh, Chantel Riley. You go on to uh, iTunes and look up All My Love and you can download it. Let's like download it and yeah, everybody where, buy the single. Where did the, the Riley come from? Uh, that's my father's last name. Oh, your father's, um, last it's, name. Oh, your father's I, Irish? No. <laughs> no they, they don't spell it Riley Irish. like the Irish people. It's R-I-L-E-Y. Oh, oh okay. Not R-E-I. Yeah, I'm that's from fun. Jamaica. Okay, okay. So I love it. There you go. So then 
You're, you're Nala. Is that is that how you say your name, Nala? Yes, Nala. So you're Nala in The Lion King, and then like in your spare time, you get cast in a movie called Race with Jason Sudeikis, Jeremy Irons, William Hurt, just some of like the biggest stars like in the history of film right now. Huge. And uh, and and you just happen to have like this role in like this movie. So like, tell us a little bit about how that happened, because like. First of all, congratulations. I mean, most people's first film is like a little indie $10,000 film running away from a machete. And your first film is like oh. with like these huge ass stars. <laughs> yeah. It's definitely a huge blessing. Um, well, I was working at Lion King and my agent had sent me an audition that she wanted me to read for it. She does, you know, pretty often. And um, it was for self-tape, so I had to, you know, tape myself reading some sides from the film. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, a lot of actors get a little worried about doing self-tapes. They'd rather go into the room and audition um, because they feel like they have a stronger chance that way. The casting people get to get to know you more and feel out your vibe. Right. So I was kind of worried that I didn't get to go into the room. But, you know, I just kind of put it on tape, prayed over it and just hope for the best and uh, i guess they liked what they saw because then they hired me <laughs> which is perfect and no. you don't even sing in this movie do you no doesn't yes. sing. sounds like a actress, thriller so. chantel with your busy schedule eight shows a week where do you find time for romance and where do you find time to do a movie <laughs> no the movie the movie's easy the, the movie's easy the romance is difficult i don't know any romance that's not difficult uh, I, yeah, I think any kind of relationship or starting I mean, if you had a boyfriend and he's not going to see you every night, he's going to get a little annoyed. But at least he knows where she is. It doesn't matter. He's going to want to <laughs> No, let's say he has a big executive meeting <laughs> with an award somewhere, and she's singing her <laughs> face off on stage. She and he's. No, that's why you have to marry. You have to go out with somebody important in the business, a producer, director, people that know the business. <laughs> you can't marry like you a woman. But got a boyfriend? Tell us. That's Ron's way of getting nosy. He wants to know if you have a well, boyfriend, are you married, do you have kids, what do you got going on? <laughs> Ron is digging. Honestly, um, the relationship... I have friends thing. I could fix you up with. <laughs> love you. That's why I do it. <laughs> so many, and they're very famous and important, my dear. They're not like, you know, they don't, they're not street cleaners. So <laughs> not that there's anything wrong with street cleaners. It's a wonderful profession. Not one I care to be in, but it's a wonderful profession. But seriously, I have many <laughs> friends that always say to me, Ron, you know all these wonderful women. Why don't you fix me up? So, anyway, <laughs> I'll never do that to you. But if ever I see you, I'm going to come over and give you a hug. Please do. You know, we're gonna, our, our, we will meet again because we're all over the place. And now Jimmy and I are moving to L.A. That's going to be our home Ooh. base again. Yeah, so once we're in L.A., we're like... I don't like the plague. We're everywhere. Every opening, every yeah. this, every there. We'll come down to L.A. and meet you guys down there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Sometimes. And as I said, and when you win your Oscar. <laughs> after uh, Oscar the Tony, and your Tony. After the Tony, when you win your Oscar. Out there. <laughs> just say you know it. Actually, in the chat room, they said Simba is your boyfriend. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good that answer. Is. You need to think about that one. When people ask you if you have a boyfriend, you can say Simba's my boyfriend. <laughs> They, they got Simba, it. I assume, they is got the my bag. Yes. Isn't that yes. cute? So, so uh, tell us a little. How was it being on this huge budget film with working with all these like super famous people? Did you have a blast? It was so oh. much fun. So, um, the lead Jesse Owens is played by Stefan James, who's also from Toronto, which is really cool. So, you know, we share a lot in common, and 
It was great to be able to share some great scenes with him. I also got to have a scene with Jason Sudeikis as well. So it was really, it was my first film experience. So being on a set was brand new for me and nerve wracking. Um, of course, nerve wracking. More nervous than getting on a stage, but you could mess up and they could just start all over again. So it's great. Mm -hmm. And then live stage, you have to, you mess up, you got to keep going. So right. That's right. Um, the, experience was, the experience was incredible. And I'm so grateful for starting on the stage and in theater because I've been able to take what I've learned from there and bring it on a set. You know what and I mean? It's so easy. I'm very it's grateful. Easy. It's very when grateful. Does, when does the movie come out? Does they have a release date for it? Yes, the movie comes out next month, February 19th. Okay, Lord, February 19th. I wanted to ask you, what's it like working with Jeremy Irons? I actually haven't had a chance to work with Jeremy. I'm not in any scenes. Oh, so you, you weren't in any of his scenes? No, I didn't have a chance to meet him. But oh, uh, I would love to work. To that, I think that's so much it's fun. Because we have a lot of people on who are in movies with all these famous people, and how the shoot dates are always different. And a lot of times, they don't even meet them until no, they go to a preview or premiere or something. Absolutely. Here, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I just found it very. You could Jeremy do a whole Irons film and not know and not know any of the cast. That's funny. Exactly. All right, so here's what here's what we're gonna do, everybody. First of all, follow Chantel Riley on Twitter. It's uh, what is your Twitter? Is it uh, what is your underscore Riley? Okay, Chantel underscore Riley, you guys. Uh, Ron Boudreaux said he's already following you. See that? You got a fan. Yeah. Um, so follow her on Twitter. <laughs> Let's build her Twitter following. Follow what she's doing. Make sure you go see the movie Race. It's the biography of Jesse Owens. It comes out February 19th. Big, big film, everybody. If you're in New York, go see The Lion King on Broadway. She plays Nala. It's going to be fabulous. Um, she's got a show tonight. If you're in New York right now, and maybe you can get tickets still. You can go get twofers. Maybe you can get twofers. If you go to the box office, like 20 minutes before the performance, if and if they have any left. tickets, you could get two for the price <laughs> of one. That's what I would do. Download all one my week love. Download all my love. <laughs> song that, that we played you guys will love it what did you say Chantel say it again it's two for one on Broadway for Broadway week so you just might oh, be able to get a nice little discount ticket they don't sell in. the box office anymore oh we do yeah, but every week yeah, around this time they do a two for one two for yeah, one pricing ago, we would go to the box shows. office and say what seats have you got available sometimes it was yeah. lost one was in the balcony and one was in the mezzanine so you weren't yeah. We, yeah. al we also have somebody wrote in the chat room. Your website is ChantelRiley.com. Is that correct? Okay, everybody. So check out everything that's going on by going to ChantelRiley.com. We want to... Uh uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show. We want to bring you back where we have you on a, a desktop yes. or a laptop so everybody can see you because yes. they're going to die when they Absolutely. see how gorgeous you are. You must come back. See your beautiful faces. Promise I'm me sorry. you'll come back. Promise me you'll come back. I promise. Okay, had, we had a very nice interview, and now that we're friends, we'll even have a better interview. That's right. So we also want to thank Clint Morris from October Coast uh, for setting this whole thing up. Good luck tonight. Thank you so much for no, coming no, on No, 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 break show. a leg. You never say good luck. Break a leg. <laughs> good luck. Oi, please, good luck. You have a nervous breakdown. Break a leg, my darling. Okay, break, break, break one of those beautiful legs. <laughs> wow. Thank you so much. We loved having you. Have a great, yes. have a great show tonight. You were an absolute you delight. Thank you. Bye bye. It's a light and a pleasure. Bye bye. Bye, sweetie. Bye. Another sweetheart of a Wasn't girl. Wasn't she gorgeous too? Gorgeous and sweet. Too bad you guys couldn't see her. She's really gorgeous. So we have yeah. to work that one out. And, and and bright and sweet and lucky. Can you believe that? She's working in office, goes for one audition and gets ahead of Lion King. I mean, talk <laughs> about 
I think maybe I'm going to go find the Lord now because maybe there's something to it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, right. praying and praying to Jesus. I don't really want to do that. That's kind of like using Jesus if you pray to him for favors. Like if I became a, a, a Christian, whatever they are, Christian, now I would be praying to the Lord for selfishness. I would never do that. So here's what I want to do next then, you guys. So Chad. Hi, Captain. Uh, let's, can you find that, that Savior song? Got it. Uh, all right, everybody. So what we're going to do is play a couple of tracks from Jesse Camp you know, now before he comes on so you can kind of hear it. This is a song off his first album after he got off of MTV. And the reason we're playing it for is because rock stars don't do very many ballads. And so I thought it was cool. The name of the song is Savior, and he sings it with Stevie Nicks. And uh, so we thought we would play it. So uh, here it goes, everybody. This is Savior by Jesse Camp. Oh, 
Everybody, what's up? So we're having a little technical difficulties, and we're trying to work it out. Chad, he said she doesn't see the video button. Chad? Yeah. You don't see the video <laughs> so button. Chad, maybe you, Chad, see if you can call them and I if it will work. I can't Marissa. activate a video, but uh, you're calling on a laptop or a computer? Computer. Yeah, that we so, tested it last night. It worked no problem. So you see the, what's happening? Jesse is flying around the ceiling now. They're trying to pull him down to get him in a chair so they could... <laughs> So they could put him on TV. Orange. They know how to work it, but he's you know he's around the chandelier now. Orange. Yeah, just wave the mouse around the lower part of wave the. Wave the mouse around the lower part and see if a, a video camera will come up. Oh. And then hit the video icon. It's far left. And then hit the video icon. It's on the far left. Okay. I cannot. Wait. Otherwise, we have to like. Otherwise, hang up and try it one more time. But when you do the call, hit the video button to call instead of the regular button, and that way it'll call with the video. I can't wait to be in a studio in L.A. where we have in-house guests. Oh, the Skyping is driving me crazy. That's okay. They do it on Ellen, so they can do it on Ellen. They yeah, can but do the it people, on us. But, but, but Ellen, they do it There right. we go. Now we got something going. <laughs> Fix that yeah, coffee. Um, I'm here. There you go. Now we got it. All right, so here's what we got to do. Before we, before we start, you guys, I got to do a re-intro for the beginning so we have a good opening for the TV show. I love all the teddy bears in the background. So hang on one sec. Okay, well, you can't sit this. I'm telling you, he's on the ceiling again. <laughs> no, he went to go get some, but look at all the cute he, teddy bears. He, he, you cannot, you have to nail him to the floor. No, he's coming. He's coming. That's so funny. Oh, he's putting oh, oh, his coat. My mink. Oh, I love it. I love it. My mink coat. Oh, Jesse, you made my day. <laughs> there we go. Yay. Listen, fellas, I can't come and, I you know, not dress up. It. This is the Jimmy Star Show. And first, the amazingly adorable man to his right, Ron Russell. Ron Russell. Hey, bitch, I'll rip your fucking coat right <laughs> off your body. Uh -oh. There you go. <laughs> they, they got it. Hey, all, right. So, all right, let's do it. No, we got to do hold our on, show. Hold on, hold on. Okay, here's what we got to do now, Jesse. Back all to right. normal. All right, uh, we're going to do the in intro like we would like for the TV show. So you look fantastic. You're sitting there, and here we go. All right, everybody, we want to now welcome to the Jimmy Star Show, former MTVJ rock star, super dude, cool, rock roll, whatever. I messed that up. Let's start it all over. <laughs> Take two. <laughs> I mean, it's crazy Hey, what's already. up, everybody? We want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, former MTV VJ, super rock star, Mr. Jesse Camp. Hello and welcome to the show. Yo, Ron Russell, Jimmy Star. It is an honor, it's a privilege, it's a pleasure to be here with you guys this afternoon. There it's you go. It's a Wednesday, and like, where else would you want to be on this eve of the crazy New York City blizzard than with my two brothers, Double R, Ron Russell, and JS, Jimmy Star. There you go. So we got a chat room full of people. Give everybody a shout out in the chat room. Chat room! <laughs> Make up to all the people in the chat rooms. 
And then we got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Jesse we got the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. So say hello to Chad Murphy. I'm not a fan of Chad's work, and I'm not going to like lie to all the people in the chat room and say that I like Chad Murray. We have a lot of beef. Murphy, Murphy. <laughs> Thanks, not Jesse. I'm a fan of Chad. Ask Chad where he was last summer. He got a little drunk in Fire Island and created a whole lot of mess. I that I had to clean up. <laughs> Thanks, Jess. Love you, too. Yeah, Jesse, he loves you, too. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I love you, too, Chad. Chad Murray. No, this I is think Murphy. there's an actor on a TV show called... Murphy, wait, wait, not Murphy. Michael Murray. Well, you can scratch the Murray because my last name's Murphy, so we're cool. Touche. Roger that. <laughs> All right, everybody. So this is former. You guys remember the Wanna Be a VJ contest on MTV? This is the guy who won it. And look at him. We we actually met him. Huh? I'm here. You forgot to introduce me. Oh, he already knows you. No, but you're supposed to introduce me oh, for the video. Okay. Oh, that's right. Oh, so, he's dumb tonight. So we don't want to. So, so Jesse, even though I know you know you've met this, the fabulous Ron Russell before, I have to introduce my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, Ron. It's a pleasure no, to meet you again. We Wait, Mr. Camp, yes. I, I, Mr. Camp, I will not tolerate vulgarity or anything off-color on this show. <laughs> yes, if, right. you, if you proceed to do anything off-color, we'll kick the fucking shit out of you. <laughs> Ron's in a testy mood. <laughs> I love you. I love you, Jesse. Where are you, my sweet? That fur coat that you stole off that woman, that Jewish lady in the Upper East Side. It's a size 10 mink coat. He's six foot five. <laughs> I walk in this room and I see a six foot five way out, good looking guy in a little old lady's mink coat. Well, I freaked out. I had to go over to him and comment on it. And we fell in friendship. I mean, he's the funniest guy in the world. His sister is a delight. And I can't tell you, Jesse, how I look so forward to doing this show with you. So let's really have a good time. Meanwhile, uh, our sister. Marisha, come and show your face and say hello. <clears throat> I'll say hello in about 10 minutes. Sister, come put uh, your... Okay, she's going to come on in 10 minutes. Uh, put, put, <laughs> put, put lipstick. Sister is actually me, but in drag. It's sort of a Norman Bates type thing with mother. <laughs> <laughs> a little psycho over here. Jesse, I have to tell I you. At that comic book fair we went to... You rocked that building. Everybody was like fascinated. You, as you walked, no matter what you did, I watched. People were just mesmerized by you. Uh, you have a gift that very few performers have, and that gift is to be outrageous without looking stupid. And that's the gift that you have. You're just a totally outrageously fabulous guy. Oh my God! What an amazing, uh, what an amazing compliment. What you just said, if I ever get inducted into anything, even the Bowlers Hall of Fame, you have to induct me because that was... That was <laughs> I'll, I'll do the... I'll write it. <laughs> no, but it's true. You know how some people, like Tiny Tim, remember Tiny Tim tiptoed through the tulips? Absolutely. From laughing. You him. Well, they made fun of him because he was like a stupid kind of a weirdo. But you're not that way. You're intelligent. You're a college graduate. You came from, I shouldn't really tell you background. You may not like it. No, but please. I have an MBA. You came, 
you came from a wealthy family in Connecticut that was very conservative, probably waspy, and taught you to wear navy blue jackets with tan pants and a little red tie. And suddenly, mom and dad look, and there's a six-foot-five son looking like something from another world. Hang on, what'd you guys say? That's no, 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 we, really came, from, at we all. came from a middle-class family, and our parents scrimped and saved to send us to this high school, so that gives the impression of wealth that's not necessarily true. And, and, and our did, dad we, is a wasp. You got that part. Yeah, so we, are, guess, we are one half wasp. Yeah. Well, you guys want to know the story of my mom and dad, and I don't really tell it much. It's really interesting. My um, mom, well, my dad is from Vermont, but it gets interesting. And so my mom wasn't even born in America. She was born in the Netherlands, and she came here when she was 23, and she was uh, studying at the University of Hartford, Connecticut. My dad was in his second year of being a professor there at the school. And so they met on campus. They fell in love. Then my mom was like, I think I'm going to stay here in the U.S. And then she had me. And then she had my kid sister, Marisha. And, uh, yeah, the rest is, is, is history. So, But my, my mom and dad, they are still the best. And they're still together. And... Uh, yeah. I read, your, I read your Wikipedia, and your Wikipedia said that you, basically it says that you were like super smart, so you got a scholarship to go to that board, like to go to a prep school or whatever that you finished. And, That's uh, true, yeah. And then you had another scholarship to go to like drama school or something, but you didn't go. That's correct as well. I, um, yeah, my, it, it was my senior year of high school, and I got to admit, I really kind of hit the fan my last year. I was I, I I did amazingly well in my junior year, and then I and I got uh, really into acting, and then I I ended up getting an acting scholarship to go to UCLA. But my um, my like the, my final two semesters, my grades were so bad that UCLA, like in the middle of the summer, they um, withdrew the scholarship. <laughs> Yeah. That's okay, but but then you became then you became a fake homeless person to do a contest on MTV. Uh, I don't know. Did you do that on purpose? Did you? I mean, like that was that had to be pretty thought the, out. I, I know. I want to hear that story about I that. I want to hear it too. Jeff. Well, what, man, it, it's actually a really beautiful story, and you got to remember too that I was uh, 17, 18 years old when this was all happening. I was crazy young, so. Um, how you view yourself, you know, when you're that age, I, uh, is, well, it, it's a lot different than when you're 36. But what I'm going to say is, that, um, you know, I was really young and idealistic and, and, and so unjaded. And bottom line is that this is a crazy story. I'm glad you talked about the UCLA stuff because, um, long story short, my sister, uh, well, yeah, basically, um, you know, I, I, I uh, it's really wild. My sister kind of dropped out of high school for a minute, and um, yeah, this is really crazy. I don't really tell this story much either, but we really floated. We basically lived in our car and like floated all around um, the country, and we had our dad's Sitco gas card and our dad's mobile gas card. And so we lived off of those two gas cards. And bless my dad's heart, he didn't cut the cards off, even though he had, like, one teenage runaway and, like, one, like, guy who just 
graduated high school and didn't even uh, uh, like go to college because that was kind of important to my dad. Long story short, we traveled all around the country. We lived in our car. And then, based, and we had all kinds of crazy adventures. I ended up in the Jane's Addiction movie, like before the MTV thing, and um, all kinds of nutty things. But long story short, it's like March of nineteen. It's like February of nineteen ninety-eight, and the car that we'd been living in and driving all around in was kind of on its last legs. And so we were like, you know what? Let's call it a day. Go back home, and then figure out what we're gonna do next. And then my sister, my mom, you know, she she went back into school. And I honestly, I started hanging around New York City because I'm from Hartford, Connecticut, which is only like a two-hour bus ride away. And so, you know, like about for like the month and a half before the MTV contest, I'll tell you just how homeless I was. I would basically like um, Monday through like Friday, I would like hang in the city and I would like, you know, kind. Of, I, I I knew some people there. I'd stay with some on some couches, and I would I would a couple of nights sleep in the subway. But what I'm getting at is every single weekend, I'd take the bus right back to Connecticut, eat as much food as I wanted, relax. <laughs> I'm at home. I am comfortable. Yes, mom, I'll have some more mashed potatoes. Oh, thank you. No, I'm doing good in the city. But then, I mean, so I but. Again, too, I was only doing this routine for like um, maybe like like for like six weeks or so before the MTV contest, and then the MTV contest happened, and then my life changed overnight and sent me on the crazy wild journey that that life has been ever since. You know, dude, like that was the coolest thing ever. So okay, so it wasn't a calculated thing. You kind of like were homeless. So, here's the thing: is that. Yes, but I was homeless, homeless. by my own will and my own volition. I was homeless because I wanted to be because um, it was the most exciting thing to be. And I could, I could do that and live that lifestyle because I always had the security of knowing that if things got too rough, I could go back home. And so that's really a wonderful gift that my parents gave me to... Uh, to really chase my dreams and and uh, so, so you will buy buy homeless. <laughs> yes. Back and forth. Exactly. But, now listen, did, did MTV have a problem? It, I would I would I'd scratch homeless from it. I would just say that you know I was just away from home quite a bit. That's all. But I I still had a home, you know. And did, did MTV have any trouble with you? Were you a little way out for them? Yes. Um. <laughs> <laughs> to say the least, I can imagine. Oh, my God. Those producers and executives must have pulled whatever little hair they had in their balls off, let alone head. I can't there was a lot of pubes on the ground, for sure. <laughs> he said there's a lot of pubes on the ground. You better believe it. Here comes Jesse Camp. Pluck, pluck, pluck. <laughs> oh, man. That's it in a nutshell. Hey, do you guys... See all the bears back here? Yes. They're all talking bears, but they're a little shy at the moment. But it's my understanding that all these guys, they want to uh, talk as well. So a little <laughs> later on in the show, we might have to have to, have to to talk with them. That's okay. We can have a talk with them. I, I got Jimmy two Teds. He's got the big, big Ted and the medium I love Ted. teddy bears. I collect no, Ted, teddy bears. the dirty mouth one. I know. I have Ted like the bear from the movie that talks and says all the nasty shit. It's awesome. Absolutely. That is a very, very outrageous bear. 
Yes, it is. Now, I Jesse, Jesse, let's get serious for a minute. What are you doing now? What's going on in your crazy world? Fine. Wait, I don't want, wait, wait, wait. Don't answer that yet. I don't want to do now yet. I want to talk a little bit about the past because his sister's going to come on in a little while and we'll talk about what's going on now. Okay. So let's go back to, let's go back to MTV That's for a minute. Let's go back to MTV for a minute. So, so here you are. You won the contest. You fucking kicked Dave Holmes' ass. Then you, uh, uh, you have uh, TRL. You're on TLRL. You have like lunch with Jesse. You have MTV rocks off. Uh, and one thing I read, um, I read, I read also someplace that you were uh, voted the tw one of the tw twenty greatest MTV moments was like you. <laughs> I'm so, so, so proud of all the stuff I did on MTV and just what was so cool about it is just uh, how young I was and how much free reign I was given to kind of push my agenda uh, and push the things that I was into and, and represent genres of music that hadn't been played on MTV ever, but just uh, have a good time with it. And what is more fun than making television there's really nothing and this is why i mean i'm having a ball this afternoon i think that once we get out of all the mtv questions we could definitely have an insane time but i'd love to answer like all the mtv stuff because I, don't, I don't have i just like bringing it up because i think it's like really cool and the fact that you're one of mtv's greatest moments is really cool still, and the fact that you brought the fact that you kind of brought like meta glam rock type stuff to the mainstream you know if it wasn't for you a lot of those bands would have like died off basically like died off and like yeah, the fact and, that you and i understand you were in a, a few famous rock and roll bands right no no that's now though hold on oh that's oh i'm oh, not go I'm, back this so, bastard's got me tied who, up today who who is some okay because like i'm like uh, i'm pretty good friends with like bobby blotzer from rat like who are who out of all the different people that you like interview when you were back in the day on mtv not including the cool people you you're interviewing now like do you have like a one or two favorites of like who was your coolest favorite person to meet man okay that's a great great question um there is so many bizarre and amazing moments. One of the craziest things that ever happened, like maybe like two months into being on MTV, uh, this was before the Osbournes reality show. Um, but long story short, Ozzy Osbourne asked me to uh, come to his hotel in New York, pick up his two daughters, Kelly and Amy, and then take them on a jet to Washington, D.C. to a Hanson concert and like escort them back to meet Hanson. <laughs> and uh, this was uh, the whole like one hour special that they were taping. So this is some really, really wild, wild, wild stuff. Uh, and yeah, I mean, and kind of awkward too, because I mean, I didn't really kind of know what my position was at this. I felt like a pimp, like, yeah, I'm taking the girls to Hanson. <laughs> but it's Ozzy, and so it just, that was, a mind blower the first time I met Ozzy um, and and Sharon and Kelly and Amy were like man I don't like 12 and 13 or so I'm not quite sure but I was only like yeah I, I can't really quite do the math on that they were all <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean so I got the experience like Hanson Mania Backstreet Boys in sync um, yeah you know my band, Jesse and the 8th Street Kids, we actually got to open up uh, a lot of NSYNC concerts on their summer tour. And that was like hysteria because 
uh, sync were basically like playing stadiums, like um, the new, the, the Superdome in New Orleans, and uh, just crazy gigs. And so, yeah, we would somehow like end up in front of like a humongous mass of like 13-year-old girls, and my band was a hard rock band. We sounded nothing like sync, but I mean, this was like the most receptive audience in the world. All you had to do is like mention, are you guys excited for sync? You know, they would explode. And uh, <laughs> a lot of crazy moments on that tour. But I can tell you that we, every night, would end up in NSYNC's prayer circle before their show. And it was fucking mind-blowing. Because <laughs> we'd be in the prayer circle with them. And then we would dis And then they would kind of disappear. And then, like, they would drop down from the sky like marionettes, I think. You know, again, not all the brain cells that I had then are still with me, but um, the important ones are. And so I... That's hilarious. That was, that was some crazy stuff because Justin has really gone on to become such an icon. And, and even then, it was like, like hanging with Michael Jackson during the Jackson 5, you know. And now he's sort of like at like, thriller, bad era, Michael. I don't know if any of this all makes sense. But, so that's a great moment. Motley Crue played my 19th birthday party. That was fantastic. Oh, my God. And, and it was a thrill, like, to get uh, all the... Oh, man, some great stories, too. We had, like, uh, Joey Ramone on, and um, one of his last television appearances was my show, MTV Rocks Off, and he had a really great time. And... Corn, when they were starting out, they were just this like uh, amazing movement in rock and roll that was brand new. I was there too, like when Marilyn Manson first did the Dope Show and World premiered that video, and that was kind of like a jaw drop moment where he had the breasts. That for 1998. I'm from, I'm, from, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, and like Marilyn Manson grew up there, like so I can remember before he became Marilyn Manson, like at all the clubs we would see him out, like at all the clubs, and and he looked just like he did in Marilyn Manson, pretty much. But he was a really cool, quiet guy, like back in the day. So that's like really cool. So Jesse, what do you think about romance? <clears throat> I'm a sucker for romance. I'm a sucker for a pretty face. I love love, and I love to fall in love. So are you in love right now? I know what you're getting at here. and You know, um, you know me. I got to get those questions answered. Listen, you, you don't have to say anything more. You can so say yes. People have been linking me to Ronda Rousey from the UFC. And, you know, that's not a romantic thing, me and her. We work out at the same gym. You know, we do a lot of the same thrusts. And we're, we're also in a, a, a Zumba class together. So I see Ronda all the time. But... No, we're not an item. Also, he doesn't, know, he doesn't even know who Rhonda is. Anyway, he just wants to know in general. Like you're a rock star. Like who do you got? You know what do you got going on? Because he does. I don't even know who she is either. But that's cool. And now I'll have to go look her up. Who's that? She's I'll a, tell you this, you guys. I definitely. I'm in New York City, and New York City, in my humble opinion, it really is one of the best cities on the planet for meeting amazing women and they're uh, just yeah every night your mind gets blown sometimes because when you're in I don't want to throw them under the bus but Peoria Illinois you don't see 
as many exotic women as you do in New York. There you go. But no, when you go to somewhere, a club or something, and there's like, say, a tall, cool blonde who's dressed very conservatively, and if you go over to talk to her, does she think you're a little off the wall, a little strange, a little different? Or is that what she likes? Well, you can only be yourself, honestly. You cannot really put up a front you just I'll tell you this this is how I am this is kind of you know this is how I dress this is my fashion and so I'm gonna be dressing wild a lot of the time so you kind of got to know that going in with me and and you can't sell someone a false bill of sale what what I'm trying to say is that you know if you put on a facade to make a woman like you you're gonna have to continue that the entire relationship so just be yourself and so I have no choice but to let my freak flag fly which I know I, I do to, to certain you know demographics but can I be honest with you like I um you I've always found that when it comes to falling in love you really you fall in love when you're least looking for it when you're looking for it then you're kind of desperate and you find desperate shit and and but when <laughs> <laughs> but when you're like when yeah, you're, 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 you're not really looking for love then that's you can curse all you yeah, want. Yeah, you can curse all you want, so don't I worry about it. I was teasing in the beginning because that was the joke line. I was telling you no vulgarity, and then, of course, I used vulgarity. So, But, no, we love you because of what you are. When I saw you, I just thought you were fabulous. You were like, I don't know, just so tall and so skinny and so wild, and that little mink coat or the fur coat you had on cracked me up. I thought, this guy's got some guts. I wonder who he stole the coat from. So I said, it's a little old Jewish lady on the Upper East Side is now without a mink coat. And Jesse's got... Uh, I can definitely uh, show you a couple items. I have my own coat line. It's all part of Jesse Camp Creations, available at your local TJ Maxx. And it's <laughs> one of several coats in the line. Would you guys I, like to see another? I, yeah, like pull another one. Let's see another one. All right. Please stand by. That's all right. We'll stand by, everybody. So if you just tuned in, this is former MTV VJ Jesse Camp on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. He's doing a little fashion-like play for us, and he's going to show us another one of his winter coats. We actually met him at a, a comic convention a couple and months ago and, and flipped, flipped out. He's so him. fabulous. And uh, right now, if you're looking at the screen, you see his talking teddy bear collection. <laughs> We, 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 were, we were standing in the big lobby and everybody was looking at us because we couldn't stop laughing and going, oh, there's your big teddy bear. Look. Oh, look at that. I love it. And we were going back and forth with bantering jokes, uh, Jesse and I. It was a wild time. Uh, he's a really fun guy. He's a nice fellow with a happy heart. There you go. You got to love it. And he's, I got think a happy, a he's got a happy heart. He's not mean or anything rotten. He's just a happy heart. It's so much fun. So here he comes. Uh-oh, denim. We're going denim uh, uh, up with stars with all stars. over and a flag. Here's the denim jacket and no hat. He doesn't have his hat on, so now we get to see all his hair. There you go. What's up, Jesse Camp? Welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Yo, <laughs> You look totally butch. You look good. You look like a hustler. <laughs> well, I thank you. I'm here to tell you about my coat collection. I like sailing coats, I like making coats for hard-working Americans like you and you. 
And I know that no one works harder there than Mr. Starr himself, and that's why I've sent over a bushel of these denim USA jackets. They're for you and your crazy crew, including Chad Murphy. A bushel. That's awesome. <laughs> See, Chad, you get the jacket. <laughs> yeah! Are they really? Are they and really? And by the way, these coats are not made by Michael in really? Sweetwater, Arkansas. That is right. I am not mass producing these coats with my religious cult in Sweetwater, Arkansas. My name is not Tony Alamo. <laughs> Jesse, are you really in TJ Maxx? No, he buys them from TJ Maxx. Probably. Are you buying them? From a <laughs> so hang on. Same place twice. No, that store flips its inventory like a mofo. I'm saying you go into Seven Eleven, you know you're gonna be able to at least get a forty and uh, and the Reese's Pieces pad. You know, Reese's Pieces. How do you eat your Reese's? Well, what I'm saying is <laughs> this: so you never know what you're gonna find. Wait. So let's talk. Go go back one second. As Jesse. Camp uh, without you don't have to throw anybody under the bus. Don't say anything bad, but like, who's the most famous person you ever got to? I won't say Shag. Let's just say who's the most famous person you ever got to go out with? Shag. Oh, okay. You're talking about screw, the- screw, Shag means screw. So Jimmy became yes. British. It was 2002, uh, and I just ended up like at a training camp for the Orlando Magic. You know. Just kind of hanging out because I met some of the dudes in Key West and they're like, you're tall, you should play ball. So it turns out I was a really good uh, basketball player and so I was uh, second forward. I played with Shaq for about a year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? That's not true, but I will tell you this. I'm six foot five, which is pretty tall to a lot of people. It's not like Shaquille O'Neal height, but I'll say this, that... A lot of people always ask me, do you play basketball? And so sometimes I will play a log and say yes, because I don't know. Okay, what hold on, okay, but go back. You got to like pick a team, though, that doesn't have the most fan interest. Like if you okay. say, like, hey, I'm on the Get Portland Trailblazers. Get rid of Shaq. Get rid of Shaq. No one's going to question it. I thought you were going to tell me that you screwed the whole Orlando Magic Cheerleaders team or something. No. Silence. Oh my god, he's been saying silence. Clearly you read Shaquille O'Neal's autobiography and he writes <laughs> sexual Listen. prowess. Just- I may or may not have been no yeah. I banged the entire Orlando Magic cheerleaders team. Why would I fucking deny that? Why would I hide that? It's like my greatest sexual achievement. The fact that I had sex with the entire Orlando Magic. There's like 36 girls there because there's only 24 on the court at a time. I had sex with the alternates on the Orlando Magic cheerleader squad. Okay, I will tell you that I'm not going to pretend like I lasted hours with each of them, but yes, at one point in time, I was with all 36 of the 2002 Orlando Magic cheerleaders. Okay, I'm glad Jesse, you got that out of me. Jess, Jess, hold on. If you had a fantasy now of whom you'd, who you would like to have make love to, who would she be? Somebody famous, so we know who <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, famous. Not, not Roxanne or whatever the other one's name. What was, it? What was her name? <laughs> Rose or something, the gym night lady. Oh no! <laughs> Whatever. Who do you, who's a, who's a Hollywood personality you think is totally smoking hot? Would you go out with Miley? He knows Miley. 
Oh well, then you should. Yeah, my a friend, so that's awkward. Um, <laughs> I, no, but because Miley, I, she's just like such maybe one of the raddest people I've ever come across in my life. There's no okay. describing her. She's wise beyond her years, and and, and such a sweet, amazing person. And, and she's smoking hot. Like when she well, did New Year's Eve, when she did the ball with New yeah, Year's Eve two years gorgeous. ago, she was like a Hollywood goddess. I loved a her movie, so much. A real movie star. How about one of the the Kardashian fat asses? How about them? Uh, did you I any like of those horses? I mean, I would. I I I think they're all over eighteen now. Correct. <laughs> okay, because honestly, let's go through them all. If we're going to go Kardashians and we're going to keep up with them, let's break it down. Okay, Kim, hell yes. I'm not going to lie. I mean, who wouldn't? Just to, just to let me tell you this, that I love the RJ Kim tape. Uh, it taught me a lot of great moves. And RJ knew what he was doing. And... I gotta say, so I, why not? It would be fun to see if I could replicate <laughs> some RJ's maneuvering. <laughs> much, much like a basketball uh, shot, if you want to replicate Shaquille's three-pointer from mid-court. So, okay, Kim, yes. Chloe, yes. Uh, oh yeah, no, uh, I don't like her. <laughs> the one that has three kids with Scott Disc, who is named Do You Know. Well, how, about, how, about, how about the brother? He's got a big ass too. <laughs> you ever see the brother's ass? He's got one like a like a horse. Anyway, that, they had their asses. I forgot. Injected. I think the two young ones that just turned eighteen. I think I think they're both really good looking. I agree. I mean, but I heard because I make jokes about they're their. Young, they're young. I'm thirty five. I. I uh, how about I Jennifer Lawrence? I feel funny unless. I don't know. How well? How about how about Jennifer Lawrence? You think Jennifer Lawrence is hot? Yeah, definitely. Jennifer Lawrence. J Jennifer, there's so much to her. I mean, I think that yeah, she would make an amazing lover, of course. But I how think that she you? would. She would. You'd have so much fun just going on adventures with her. I know. <laughs> How about Sofia Vergara? Do you she, know Sofia Vergara? She's a lot of lady. Hell yeah! Are you kidding, Sofia Vergara? Oh yes. I have news for you, Jesse. I'd ball her myself, and I'm gay. How do you like that? So already, you know, she. Um, she's magnificent, she that Sofia. Oh, the the Kardashian we were missing was Courtney. They said in the chat room. Right. Yeah. And oh, that chat room is on it. Um, Courtney, <laughs> Courtney, I would. Nah. <laughs> nah, I wouldn't. Because you know what? She has three kids, and I honestly think that Courtney is going to forever be in love with with, uh, with Scott Disk. I mean, Chloe and Lamar maybe are Romeo and Juliet of the 21st century. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Chloe is cool on like being with other dudes. Lamar is laid up for a mo, so. So then you're a Kardashian. Dude, uh, jacket? Another jacket? All right. Another jacket. Oh, he's going to get another jacket. Hang on. While he's getting another jacket. Hey, Chad. Hi, Captain. Hey Chad, let's 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 play a little. Well, I guess I gotta tell him. I want to play one. I want to play his new song real quick too. Uh, get the I don't know why song ready, and we'll let him do a fashion show while we're doing while we're playing it. 
Um, but don't don't play it yet. Let me tell him what we're gonna do, and then it'll like kind of like work better. Oh, everybody, so we're on a we're on a. Oh, I like in this one. Here we go. Oh, that's like chinchilla skunk. What is it? Skunk? I like that one. That one's cool. Is that skunk? Wait, you want a crazy new hat? I can do that too. All right, hang on, everybody. Jesse's giving us a hat. I don't know what kind of fur that one is. It's not chinchilla. It looked like chinchilla, but it's skunk. This is something. hilarious. Something. Everybody, weird. we're on a fashion show with Jesse Camp on the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. We've got another new winter coat coming on with a new hat, and here it goes. What do we got, Jesse? There we go. <laughs> <laughs> That to a straight bar, I don't think any chick's gonna come over to you. Are you kidding? That makes you look like a fairy boy. <laughs> hey, you know it's it's all it's all about putting your pheromones into the universe. And uh, <laughs> hey, I know that I'm like fucking uh, definitely attracted a crazy kind of chick with the way I dress. But you know what? That's okay because I'm crazy. So but Jesse lovably crazy and not detrimentally crazy. And not like crazy that I um actually is there a dragon behind you, Jimmy? Yeah. No, I'm sorry. That's a uh, oh, that's World the, Trade that's, Center. That's that's the Eiffel Tower or whatever you call uh, it. That's the Empire State Empire Building. State Building. Tower. Empire State Building. Okay. Where are Hang you on. guys broadcasting from? We're in Pennsylvania. There's a penthouse there where you can see the Empire State Building. That's right. That's where we are. So hang on. Here's what I want to do, Jesse. Uh, we're going to play the song you sent us. I don't know why. And while we're playing the song and everybody listens to it, you can keep you can show us things if you want while the song is playing since we're not going to be able to talk. Why don't you tell us a little bit about this song? Absolutely. This is my brand new single. It's called I Don't Know Why. We're working really hard on the video at the moment. And uh, it's going to be awesome. But the song is about heroin addiction. And uh, one thing we didn't really talk about is that I did have some lean years after MTV and uh, and my experiences during those years were not with heroin. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's let's yeah let's keep it coach. But um, what I'm saying is that it's it's a song uh, about uh, just really being at that place in life when when you've been through so much heartbreak and and you feel so dependent on a substance that you don't know if you can really live without that and the pure misery of being addicted to something that you aren't strong, that you just don't feel that you can, can make it out there in the, in the world without. And so that's the song, but it's uplifting in a way too. So I'm going to yeah, stop. You should also, should also let everybody know that you let everybody know though that oh, yeah. that's from the past and that you you work with like people to help people and all kinds of stuff like well, that. Well, yeah, Jesse's clean now. You know, no, you I am. I am. I you don't use, right? You're not a user. No, he doesn't use anymore. No. No. Yeah, I've been I've been off of basically uh, hardcore <laughs> drugs since 2009. Like I do enjoy marijuana, but I'm not really a drinker occasionally, but. Anything harder than that? No, I. Were you a twenty-one stepper? Um, twelve stepper. I'm sorry, twenty-one stepper. Twelve stepper. Twelve stepper. Um, no, not really. I mean, it 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 just got to be too much. I was I was getting later on in my twenties, and I was just sort of uh, at that place where I'm like, okay, you know, you can. <laughs> 
you can keep doing this so you can <laughs> kind of get your shit together because I really do have big dreams and aspirations and I always had the feeling that you know the success I had when I was when I was a little kid that that would would be would be a really cool thing but that that like I'd sort of get my groove together in my in my thirties and then really figure life out. So what I'm getting at is Stella's got her groove back. There you go. That's what we so, want. Here. So your song's gonna tell us all about it. So I don't know why. So how about this, Jesse? Introduce the song for us. Chad's gonna play it. You can do whatever you want, but people are still gonna be able to see you, so make sure uh you know, don't pick your nose or beat off or anything, and then you'll be in good shape. <laughs> I was told that I couldn't beat off. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? If you if you did beat off, our ratings would go right through the roof. Yeah, so, that's true. You know, if, 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 <laughs> so go ahead and introduce the song for us. Chad, you're ready, right? Hi, Captain. All right, go ahead and introduce it for us, Jesse. Ladies and gentlemen, available on iTunes as we speak, this is the brand new single from my, uh, my collaboration with a, a side project band of mine called Green Denim. Jesse Camp featuring Green Denim. I don't know why.
Chuck, I don't know why, everybody, by Jesse Camp. Jesse, come on back. Uh-oh, he's got oh. food now. <laughs> we, we, we like Guys, the teddy bear. You don't mind. I have something that I really have to do. Hey, you know what? It's 4.30. This is about the time you're probably saying to yourself, hey, I want to pack up my attache case, get out of the office, fight traffic, and get home. Well, before you start that crazy carpool, why don't you treat yourself to an Oreo? <laughs> <laughs> How about a mint Oreo? With double stuff? You've worked hard enough. You deserve it. Jesse, hey. we don't do Oreo. It's not mint one of us. I love Oreos, though, with double but, stuff. But now Oreo owes you a couple of cartons of, of cookies. At least. That That's right. Cookie. So Oreo, if anybody from Oreo people are watching this, you've got to send Jesse Oreo, two cartons of Oreo cookies. Right. Get in touch with me through social media, and I'm glad that we're talking about social media because I'd like to tell you guys about my Instagram. Oh, I'm very <laughs> proud of it, and I'd love you to follow me. I put up all kinds of crazy pictures, including dick pics with my good friend Jimmy Starr. And it's all <laughs> at, hey, J-O-S-I-A-H-C-A-M-P, Josiah Camp, J-O-S-I-A-H-C-A-M-P, Josiah Camp. No, I don't want to get political here, but Ted Cruz is scarier than fuck. Am I right, guys? <laughs> you guys definitely should go follow jo Josiah Camp uh, on on Instagram. I follow him. He puts up great pictures. He goes out all the time. Like, do you get to everywhere you go? Do you get to go? Has an Instagram as well, and that is Marisha Rocks. M A R I S H A Rocks. R O C K S. Fantastic photography. And that's right. We also have an amazing show that we've been working on, but we can totally talk about that later. Right now, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. see two, We're two the fair versions of you guys. <laughs> that's awesome. I'm the one on the right. <laughs> no, I have the white hair, so I'm the white bear. You're the brown bear. <clears throat> I love it. So hang on, you guys. So we were at a convention. We met Jesse. Ron walked up and talked to him. I, I didn't we recognize you. I had to see. I didn't. Let's be honest, guys. We were at the NAMBLA conference together. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no we but we, we had a lot of fun. The lobby well, was, was rocking. There, I was working on my TV show interviewing crazy people, and you guys were there, too. Yeah, so hang on, hang on. I want to do, like, the intro okay. to that. So we were at the we – Guys, you would never be at a NAMBLA, and I'm – I know that. <laughs> so we were, we were there, and – uh, and Ron went up and talked to him to Jesse, and I didn't uh, I didn't recognize him. But as soon as I heard his voice, I was like, "That's Jesse Camp from MTV." And then I recognized you, and you were there with your awesome sister Marisha. She was gorgeous, and she's a photographer. And you guys were doing interviews for your your soon to be variety show. Yeah, and, uh, it's called Born to Rock and Roll. It's gonna have. Comedy, celebrity interviews, music, a little bit of everything like a, a modern-day cool-ass variety show hosted by you, which are so fucking funny that like, everybody's going to love like it. Jesse Camp go does Ed Sullivan. <laughs> right? In a way. Right? Ed Sullivan In is? 2015. 16. It's not a live show like that taped in a studio. We, we tape, like, everywhere we go, but from right. the street to the recording studio. But, I mean, what the show really is is it's half comedic segments and travel footage and travel adventures from New Orleans all the way to Aberdeen, Washington, um, to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. 
crazy stuff. But then we also have a lot of uh, interviews with uh, musicians that we really love, and uh, it's it's awesome. We have so many different kinds of artists. Everyone from Miley Cyrus, like we talked about, to Rick Springfield, to Brandon Flowers of the Killers. We got a a lot with 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 our our good friend Scott Weiland before he passed and. Oh, that's uh, awesome. That's, yeah, just, uh, I don't wanna, want to open the lid to, oh, man, I could. Do you want a list of everyone that's on? I mean, I'm just saying everyone from, like, Allison Mosshart to, oh, man. Jim Dandy. Yeah, Jim Dandy of Black Oak, Arkansas is a crazy, amazing interview. Dave Allen Coe, um, oh, my God. Like, Who's your favorite there? person that you've ever interviewed? Do you have like a favorite since you've done so many cool interviews? Do you have somebody that you like think, okay, this is like my favorite person. I had such a blast. Besides us. <laughs> I, yeah, I'd have to say Vladimir Putin. <laughs> Vladimir Putin. He's an interesting man. You know, a lot of people don't know that before he became the great leader of Russia, Vladimir had his own band called Vlad. And they <laughs> were mostly big in Russia, but they did a couple tours opening up for Rammstein. And so, yeah, the press, you know, a lot of, a lot of the world press really glasses over Vlad's career. Vladimir now, but he was Vlad back then, just like the name of his band. But Vladimir Putin was really dope. Um, it was really cool to get to interview Barbara Walters because she interviewed so many people. That was really fantastic. Um, I don't is know. Is I, Ernest, I, is I really like the new Pope. He was a really good interview. Um, he's really cool. He, he picked me up in his Fiat. He didn't have to do that. I said, we can come to you. He's like, no, why don't I meet you and I'll put you in the Fiat and we'll go tape at this great espresso bar I know. And then he's like, okay. <laughs> I mean, it was, it was insane. This was like in, in Philadelphia. He knows that city really well. A lot of people were like, why is the Pope going to Philadelphia? And it's because he, he really likes the, the great coffee scene that they have there in Philly. The next Seattle. Starbucks 2 is coming out of Philly. <laughs> we have to cut totally. We're going to come to New York and like do <laughs> coffee with you guys one of these days soon. I know. <laughs> so, so, hey, is Marisha ready to come out and introduce herself? Yes. Oh, Marisha, so now you guys, we're going to bring on to the Jimmy Star Show with Jesse Camp. Stay there, Jesse. His fabulous, phenomenal photographer's sister, who's gorgeous, fabulous, wonderful, Marisha Camp. Hello, and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show. Hey. Marisha, I like the blonde streaks. When did you do them? Oh, no, no, no. I have not dyed my hair since I saw you guys at NAMLA. You had that color hair? Don't say it, NAMLA. <laughs> but wait a minute. You had that color hair when I met you? Yeah, I always do. I'm a, a lifelong peroxider. I thought you had dark hair when I met you. No, no, I had dark hair for one awkward year when I was 14, and then I corrected it. Oh, all right. I, I just didn't remember. He thinks you look fabulous, though. So that's no, it's I like, like it's it. It's like a new person. It's like you're a whole no, new person. I was going to say to you, I like it. Thank you. Know, you. Better than the brown. <laughs> you guys are both very good-looking men as well. That goes without saying. Thank you. What is that? Especially the man in the all orange. Hello, Silver Stallion. Let me ride that. 
Oh, right. So, so Marisha, tell us. First of all, Marisha, give yourself a plug for your photography. If anybody wants to hire a badass yes. photographer, and, where and, do they and go? Is she good. Photographer, you might not get your pictures for a year, but if you want to hire a badass photographer, um, I, I have a website I haven't updated since like 2012. Uh, called MarishaPhoto.com, and um, that. Yeah, you get in touch Straight with you on Instagram. Instagram. Look at my Instagram because this this is where my life is. We shoot all the time or edit or something. So yeah, yeah. The the, the level of like day to day function has just been declining. You know, as we as we shoot and shoot and shoot. So everybody, in, say hello to everybody in the chat room, Marisha, because they're all talking about how pretty you are. She is pretty. Are they? Oh my gosh, is that for real? Thank you, chat room. Yeah, it's for real. Oh, we wouldn't make it up. Well, we think you're beautiful, but they think you're beautiful too. So. Marishka, when they're ugly, Marishka. we don't. Marishka. No, there's no K. No, no, no. Keep that K. That's adorable. Okay. Keep the K. Yes. Okay. In Italian, her name is Mariska. Mariska is small Marie. Una Mariska is a small Marie. In other words, somebody must have been a big Marie, and then they shit out a little Marie. But her name is Marisha. Maris. How do you spell it's okay. it? Okay. M A R I S H A. Yeah, Marisha. Marisha. It is, but, you know, I have to say, I like these variations so much more than the real thing. So, okay. Please. Okay. Okay, so you being the editor, photographer, person of, uh, of the conceptual, fantastic new show, Born to Rock and Roll, variety show, Yay! tell us a little bit about it from your Woo! perspective. Okay, well, I, I, I think last night when we were talking, I said variety show. It's, it's a variety show that's entirely on location. Um, and... Yeah, basically what we wanted to do was um, create a show where the viewer really does not know what's coming next. So, Oh, with your brother? That's sort the, of, yeah, exactly, to kind of capture that to, and, and to, you know. Um, One moment we're at Comic-Con hanging with two very, very attractive single bachelors and riding around in the Batmobile. The next minute, minute we're at Nambla with this really beautiful couple that we met there. Um, and we then, really didn't go to Nambla on our show, but we went to this amazing <laughs> he thing. He doesn't know what that is. Expo, and I know, we did go to we did actually go to a, a turkey expo where we learned all you about how to know, make turkey like, calls. Listen, tell that, our listeners what Nambla is. Documenting our favorite things, and we have a lot of funny commercials made by people that look very eerily alike. I do. And so we have all kinds of crazy Ron things. Doesn't, yeah, Ron doesn't. Ron, listening. Exactly. Okay, a lot of people. A lot of people are not going to get the Nambler thing because, like, they're not going to know what that is. And, so, and it's okay. a joke, you guys. So please, everybody, oh. realize this is a joke. But tell them what also, Nambla is. Don't don't Google Nambla because the FBI will probably start tracking your computer. Yeah. That's Nambla is really like National point. Association of Men Boy Love or something. Yeah, it's, it's the North. <laughs> Holy shit. Yeah, so it was a joke, everybody. It's a joke. They didn't go to Nampla. We're not going to Nampla. No, please. <laughs> please, please. That's all we need. No, not until you tried it three years straight. It's I feel a little fun. useless at Nampla, but when they have, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know so I'm all about that. She's as wild as your brother. You're as gone as your brother. I love it. The <gasps> two of you. We've got to hook up in the city one night. We must and go out yes. and really. Destroy New York. What's left of it? I think it has to be Tuesday night, and it has to be at the Jane Hotel. What's Tuesday night at the Jane Hotel? Tell us. You know, we're, since we're so into creating surprise and wonder, and everyone let's we just need, say let's it's just a say it's fabulous. Yeah. Where things aren't always what they seem to be. Okay. In a beautiful okay. way. 
Okay. Now, is this a show? Um, it's a, it's a way that that I do, so it's not the Nambla territory. So what happens? Yes, when, no, when it's no, no, no. How do we know how to dress though? Then no, that's the thing. Whatever you're feeling, you just do. Just that's do it. And go, and people will love you for it. If you want to wear a snuggie out, this is the place to do it. <laughs> if you want to wear um, Dolce and Gabbana, nah, don't do it. You can do it. Anything you Absolutely. want. <laughs> we totally want to come and do it. I think it'll be hilarious and it'll be a lot. But of now, fun. For, for our listeners, if they want to come, can you accommodate many people? <laughs> Absolutely. I think that'd be amazing if, like, the entire tri state shows up at the Jade and, like, their lives are on the <laughs> They're like, what the hell happened? This is a true <laughs> testimony to the power of the Jimmy Star audience yeah. that they all are. All of our listeners, so if you want to go. To the Jane Hotel on Tuesday. Uh, oh, it's Tuesday. Tuesday. You can't go. Well, here's the Tuesday. Every Wednesday, and I'm keeping this kind of underground, but long story short, there is a Popeye's chicken on Lennox and 123rd Street. Long story <laughs> short, it's owned by my very good friend, Terrell Johnson. It's uh, actually, it's owned by his dad, but his dad doesn't really know, and so they stopped serving. At 2 a.m., the whole thing shut down by 3. doesn't open up again until 9. So, boom, between 3 and 9 at the Popeyes and 123rd and Lennox, it's going to be a crazy, crazy good time. It's a rave, and you can do your drugs and buckets and chicken, and you'll have a fantastic time. So that's popping up every Wednesday. Come out and join me. Popeyes and 123rd and Lennox, uptown. All right. I love it. So, so Marisha, who has been some of your favorite people oh. that you've been able to watch him interview? Well, we do the show together. We do the I show mean, together. So, although my, my, voice, my voice isn't on video, like I, I, I do talk and interact. Sometimes yeah, I stand okay. and people just treat me like in a well, whatever. That sounds really awful. No, never Only mind. the very big stars Only don't very, notice Marisha. No, a lot of people don't notice me. Okay, because like, they have to notice you. You're gorgeous. I fade. I blend. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny when you're not wearing a giant stuff. Blending. Telling everyone about is her love for mine. That's right, Marisha. Oh, yeah, my miming is definitely... Um, fantastic. Like, a lot of times, I don't even hear her. She's just you like... You know what? You know, you know Marisha, that you look... You look, like, you look like you could be, yeah. like, Miley Cyrus's sister, for real. You guys kind of have the same beautiful facial structures. Thank you. Thank you. In person, I don't feel like we look anything alike. And Miley is awesome, and I, I totally do want to reiterate what... Jesse said that she seriously is a mind-blowingly amazing person. We love Miley Cyrus. I don't. I don't care what anybody says anything ever about her. If they ever say anything bad, I couldn't care less. I think Miley Cyrus is awesome. I do also, and I don't care for most of the young shit today that's out there. But she's good, and she's got a great voice, and she could be quite glamorous and very, very 1940s movie star looking, as she showed us that New Year's Eve in that magnificent fur coat. With that gorgeous gown, I mean, she looked like a Hollywood star. <clears throat> Not like the rest of them. You look like shit sometimes. <laughs> but here's here's what I think. Like like, okay, Liz Taylor. After Liz Taylor died, all of these stories started to come out about um, Liz Taylor going to a needle exchange somewhere deep in Alphabet City, and oh no, I knew Elizabeth. Noticing someone whose teeth were messed up and who were self-conscious about it, and then Liz Taylor goes out and buys them new teeth. Liz Taylor had her own like 
Dallas Buyers Club AIDS drug, you know, thing going on in her house. And why? Because she also, from a young age, was like epically, epically famous, but just did not give a crap what people thought about her and was just out to do good. Well, and in a lot of ways, I think, like, to, that, that Miley's the same way. Person. Yeah, Miley is well, that. Talk about Elizabeth Taylor. You're talking about someone I know. I knew well. I really? worked. Oh. I worked. For, I worked for Elizabeth Taylor with Elizabeth Taylor Foundation for AIDS Research. I put on benefit shows all over the country, raising money for Amfar. I met Elizabeth Taylor at Amfar when AIDS first started. Uh, Elizabeth Taylor was not a drug addict. She got high on pills because she had a lot of pain and she liked to party. You missed what she said. She no, I heard what she she's said. She's like Miley Cyrus. Like they do good. They don't care what yeah. they're Elizabeth they do Taylor told President Ronald Reagan in private, and this is a scoop to the world, because I asked her this. I said, you've been in Reagan's company so many times, Elizabeth. Did you ever ask him why he's never mentioned the word AIDS? Mm -hmm. And she said, I wouldn't dare because he would walk away. And when I heard that, I said, he's a real son of a bitch. And Elizabeth Taylor looked at me and went, uh-huh. So there you go. That's the piece of scoop for everybody. Hold but on, you guys, because we've only got two minutes. I want to oh, get some oh, stuff oh, in. Oh. Hey, Jesse, come, come back. Jesse, get out of the kitchen. Whatever you have oh. to eat. All right, everybody. So listen up. This is the fabulous... I Jesse. thought it was a five-hour show. I didn't realize that we were no, on. <laughs> This is the fabulous Jesse and Marisha Camp, you guys. They're going to have a new variety show that will be coming out soon called Born to Rock and Roll. It's fabulous. You want to follow at, uh, Marisha Rocks on Instagram to see great photography. To follow Jesse on Instagram, it's Josiah Camp, J-O-S-I-A-H Camp. We're going to bring you guys back again. And for sure, in a few weeks, we want to come to New York and go to Jane well, or wherever it's called. Hotel. Jane, where do you guys do the show out of? We're in Pennsylvania. We're in uh, New Hope. New Hope, oh. Pennsylvania. Okay, don't rule out us showing up somewhere yes. in rural Pennsylvania. You know who you guys have to have on the show? Bam. That actually, Bam, 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 yeah, Bam, Bam, Madera, Bam, and Nikki's Bam beautiful and Nikki. wife. They, they, we would love to have them. The whole crew. They're great friends of ours, and and of course they're on our thing a lot. But I love Bam. He's in, just outside of Philadelphia. And yeah, we out, would love to have him. Maybe you guys all come on at the same time and we'll all do it live. With well, you know who else we can get who lives in Pennsylvania, not far from Allentown, but I'm not, I can't divulge the town because I can't remember it, but is Legs McNeil who wrote Please Kill Me, 20th anniversary of that's coming out. So. We'll be in touch because I've got some ideas for your show too. So we're going to be in touch anyway. But we got to go because we're out of time, you guys. We want to oh, thank both of you guys for coming on the show. We oh, love yeah, it. It's a good time. I wish that, that, that we could just talk about Liz Taylor for an hour. No, no. We're <laughs> going to bring you guys both back in a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks, we'll do it again. It'll be fun. So, all right, you guys. Thank you so much. Right, for guys, see, Marisha, we'll see you guys thank soon. you. Guys. We love you guys. Jesse, you're we right. You. I really love you. Thank you so we much, too, for really playing like the song that. and for talking about our show and just for being the amazing guys you, you are. All right, oh, you guys. Thanks cool, so much, too. you guys. Bye-bye. Bye, Marisha. Bye, thank guys. you. Bye. All right, everybody. Next week, we got a great show. Chad, thank you so much. You're a rock star. My we'll pleasure. see you guys next week. Everybody in the chat room, thanks so much. We had a blast. Bye.